Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Autumn Miles. We are one day past releasing gangster prayer. It is in the world. We it's have out given, there. I have given birth to another baby. Anywhere. Another books book are ba- sold. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere books are sold. That's, Even in Zimbabwe. I'm, yes. <laughs> is it there? I don't know. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Yes. If you live there, you can get it. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere books are anywhere sold. Anywhere books are sold. Um, I have had such... A fun time already this week, Rick I have too. Thank you so much. Thank you this for is coming. Awesome. It's been great. It has been so fun. I, we, I, we have good banter. We do. We good do. Good banter. I'm a little disappointed in your coffee situation <sighs> that you ruin it with cream I'm and sugar. I'm not a seven-year-old, eight-year-old okay. man. But I'm we'll, sorry. We'll talk I like That's next week's topic. All That's right. right. All it's right. half and half. I don't even, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, hey, listen. Anyways, That's your business. I'll pray for you. That's your business, too. I, I'm sorry. Black coffee tastes like dirt. Oh, come on. No, you well, then you're making it, it wrong. You're you making put it wrong. You nothing in it ever. No, I don't put any. Well, this morning. What's I, in that cup right there? It's dark, but I did top it with marshmallows. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. I don't normally do that. But I went into this little convenience store and I saw the marshmallows there and the temptation was too great. I'm like, I don't normally. I'm going to pull an autumn here <laughs> and defile my coffee with little cute marshmallows. And You put marshmallows on top of black coffee yes i did you do that to hot chocolate i'm i'm in a i'm in a moment of confession here i ruined my coffee this morning were you mad that you put them in there i was disappointed i walked away a little disappointed (laughs) oh i'm sorry rick yeah well that's all the time we have for today's show i thoroughly enjoyed my blonde roast well it it looks good and i love the smell of coffee but it's so good yeah Yeah, anyway um we're talking about prayer not coffee so (laughs) you can pray for us to stay on track yes um today i i think this might be one of my favorite chapters for several reasons wow that's like saying which is your favorite kid out of the four yeah you're just you're going out there you're going this "This one is my favorite chapter there's a couple in here that that really i felt super driven and mandated this one resonated inside this was i felt like it was a mandate wow from god so that's that's pretty heavy and what is it it's called the disrespected yes now we have a there's 14 chapters in gangster prayer but this one I wanted to talk about solely, like have its own show because of many things. So um, I will send you all the responsibility from now on. Rick okay. Walker, isn't okay. he doing a good job? Yay, oh, Rick. Please. I, I love this. I would Thank say you follow so him on Instagram, but um, he I don't have, have one. one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. I don't remember what it is. Isn't it? What? I, I have one. I don't know what it is. Is it Rick Walker? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. You can tell I Are don't really Twitter? use it. Are you on Facebook? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've got Twitter, Facebook, you LinkedIn. Don't follow me. 
Uh, I do on Facebook. You do? Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of an old school thing, Facebook. And I'm, I'm really well. That's another. It depends on who you talk to. I'm, they're, they're starting to suppress news too much, and I'm starting yeah. to get irritated. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting irritated at the biasness of social media. Which yesterday, if you missed yesterday's show, yeah, you said that was one of the number one distractors mm. in prayer. I thought that was Absolutely. fantastic. Yeah. People will say this. I don't have time to pray. And then and they're um, on their social media for all like day. seven yeah. hours a day. I know. Looking at nothing. Well, uh, ho- wait, hold on. I'm just checking this message on Facebook. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm ready Get now. Okay. Social media and pray. Oh, I'm putting my phone down. Um, okay. So Autumn, the disrespected yes in prayer. Today is the day after release day. Gangster prayer. Yeah. Your third book. Um, there's a lot of great stuff in this. I love the read. It's an easy read. It's it, it makes me miss our time on the radio. You're, you know, we just have conversation about topics and I loved it. And I feel like, oh, you, you bring it in such a conversational, real way. Prayer. And so the disrespected. Yes. Yeah. First of all, what does that even mean? OK, so here's the thing. Um Maybe I'll just go into it right now. I was trying to think of a short answer. Um, I guess we, the whole reason that I named it that is because I think that a lot of people will pray. They don't see the answer to their prayer. Hmm. So they assume the no. Ooh, okay. They assume God has said no because he doesn't answer in their timetable. Which, which we're deep diving tomorrow. Deep diving no. tomorrow. Yes. That's the, but okay. But, I'm but assuming the no. This is when God will say yes. Uh-huh. People just assume the no. Okay. Okay. Um, they feel like um, God has said no, so they, they stop praying. Can you give me an example? Clarify yes. it. Um, I, I'll just talk about the personal story in the book. My yeah. dad, um, for years struggled with atrial fibrillation. I had yep. to look that up cause I didn't know yep. how to spell it. Um, and he suffered, he suffered. He was a pastor. Like I remember there were several nights and this is years and years ago. I think my, my daughter was maybe two an, or three. A, a fib's a irregular heartbeat. It's an irregular heartbeat, but it's kind of like an irregular heartbeat on steroids. Okay. Like his, okay. His heart would flutter oh, wow. um, and okay. he, um, it, it was just super uncomfortable and mm. you could get strokes from it. And there's like all sorts of Very things. Dangerous, it's an yeah. ongoing situation. And it's interesting. A lot of people actually struggle with this and I didn't know anything about it until my dad struggled with it. And I remember him getting up to preach on a Sunday and you could just tell he wasn't right. Like his mood would change when he was having one of these AFib attacks. Some people aren't earn mm. AFib 24 seven and they never right. go out of it. Right. Very, very uncomfortable. So uh, this started, um, I think when I was in high school and I think he struggled with it for seven years, hmm. seven okay. years. Okay. And it altered his attitude. It altered his perspective when he would go into one of these, uh, attacks. And I constantly prayed, God, heal my dad of AFib, heal my dad of AFib, heal my dad of AFib. And um, we would hear of like a remedy or like a medication mm-hmm, that like mm-hmm. just broke the market. And we're praying like, oh, God, maybe this, this is it. Yeah. Use this to heal my dad of yeah. AFib. And my mom really struggled with it. It was just it was just hard. How do you you look like watch your dad suffer with something? Um, so we prayed for a, a lot, a lot of years. And God always didn't answer. And so I started to think, well, maybe 
this is like a thorn in his flesh, something that he's going to have to mm-hmm. deal with. Yeah. I, I began in my own life to assume the no. And we had this crazy circumstance um, where he was, uh, they live in Indiana, but he was moved to um, a hospital in Indianapolis, Indiana. And the doctor came in and he was checking out his heart because my dad struggled with heart issues uh, for a very long time. And he said, um, you have this, this atrial fibrillation. He was like, there is a procedure that I believe that you're a great candidate for. And we believe that it can heal you from this. And of course we're all skeptical because he's struggled with this for years and years and years. Um, and he went in, he did that procedure. It was open heart surgery. They had to do some, um, bypasses. Um, but while they were in there, they were going to do this, this procedure. Um, and God answered, yes, they came out. I remember us sitting in the waiting room, praying, you know, cause when any family member has bypass surgery, like it's a huge deal. So all of us were there. My siblings were there. My husband was there. My kids were there. Um, and we just, I, I, I felt like I knew that he was going to be okay with the bypasses, but we really wanted him to be free from suffering. And they came over the intercom cause we had our own special room and they said they got the AFib in his heart, mm, you know, wow. that yeah, healed him. Yeah. And sure enough, to this day, that was a lot, a lot How'd of years you feel? ago. I mean, you've been praying yeah. year after year. I've been praying, but to be honest, I had assumed that God had said no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's what a lot but of us still do. Prayed. But we, but I still kept praying. Yes. Because, because of that, I knew God can, could do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted him to do it. Um, so I kept praying, but for, uh, for a lot of years, I assumed he was saying no, and he never was saying no. He was just not answering in my time constraints, in my way, by my will, by how I would have him answer. He answered according to his own plan, which totally eradicated AFib from my dad's life. To this day, he has never had his heart flutter since that procedure. Mm, amazing. So amazing. God was yeah. setting us up this whole time to give us a yes, and it seemed like he was saying no. Mm. We're talking about Autumn's new book, her third book, Gangster Prayer, released just yesterday and available anywhere books are sold. I, I've said this, I think, every day this week, but I've got to say this again because I think this is key your your little tagline to gangster prayers relentlessly pursuing god with passion and great expectation when you pursue god with passion i think that's key uh, because you talk about the disrespected yes mm-hmm. so how do you view god how do you view the father do you view him as saying oh he's going to be reluctant to say yes or no he's excited to grant and to, to he wants to to say yes, but your, your perspective of God, which correlates with your passion for God, Mm -hmm. isn't it right? So what, Mm -hmm. how does the perspective of God? So I knew I would need a lot of scripture in this one because I think a lot of us assume the no. Yeah, that's true. Um, A lot of us, um, if, if God doesn't answer our way in our time, according to our plan, then we say, oh, well then God's answer is no. And we move on and we make a a different decision or, or move on with our lives from, from that request. But I wanted to show in this chapter how God's spirit is giving. God, the one of his characteristics is giving. And I don't think that we talk about that enough. We talk about yeah. in the yeah. Christian world how God sent his son Jesus. 
Um, clearly, that was a, a gift that was for all of us. But let's backtrack all the way to Genesis. Even in Genesis, we see God giving with creation. God created um, the world so that man could exist and he could live And he created a world and gave the world to man to farm and cultivate to Adam and Eve. So all throughout scripture, we see God, God's spirit is very giving. Um, It depends on our outlook of God. If we feel like God is um, a God that says no all the time um, and we haven't seen him say yes to us, then we are going to assume his answer is no. But if we can flip that perspective and look throughout the scriptures of how God gave deliverance to the Mm -hmm. children of Mm -hmm. Israel, how God gave Abraham and Sarah uh, a son in their very own age and created miracles, how God gave Hannah a son, how God uh, saved Noah and his family, um, how God, I mean, I could just go on and on and on. God's spirit is giving and he shows it at the beginning of Genesis and he shows it at the beginning of of the gospels in the New Testament. Um, So we have to know his spirit. We have to know that that is his characteristic. And then when we see Jesus and when he starts his public ministry, I gave 37 different examples about how when Jesus was approached, Mm -hmm. his answer was yes. Yeah. You're starting to preach there. Because because people, because this drives me crazy. Okay. And because I drive me crazy because this is how I used to feel. I used to feel if you don't answer my way, my, uh, in my timetable, um, it must be no. When God wants to get the glory when he says yes. Yeah. And if he's answering in my timetable by my, um, uh, different ways that I want him to answer, he's not going to get the glory. I'm going to get the glory, which is why he did miracles. I believe in some of the craziest, weirdest ways dipping in the Jordan. I mean, um, you know, using, using putty to make the, uh, to, to give sight to the body. I mean, he answered in the most craziest way. Sometimes he just answered by speaking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, he wants to get the glory. And so when we look at God and we're asking for something um, and we pray and we pray and we pray and we assume the no, we really forego his yes because we we sort of come out of this prayer pattern of seeking God and asking him for it. Um, when we when my dad had that surgery and I had assumed the no for all those years, he created an atmosphere that only he could get the glory from. We didn't know this procedure existed. It was a brand new procedure. We had to come in contact with the right doctor that was an expert in this procedure, of course, by random chance and, uh, you know, air quotes, by random chance, we ran into him because he had another procedure done on the, on his heart at this specific hospital. So it was, it was so put together. The answer, yes, was so put together and cultivated in a way that that no one could take glory but the Lord. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, sometimes God says no, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. But don't assume the no. Hmm. If God, uh, uh, if you believe that God has said that there will will come a day when um, there is an answer, yes. Just like with my ministry. Um, I believe that God told me in 2003, you know, you're going to have a women's ministry. Um, and I got so many no's. And I was walking through doors and they were going to shut my face and all these, you know, no one wanted to hire me because I was a woman. And even more than that, I had been uh, divorced Mm -hmm. in the church and been kicked out of my church. 
But God had told me yes. And so I kept walking through the doors until I, my, um, the, the yes from God met my opportunity. Yeah. Wow. Gangster Prayer was released this week, yesterday. We're talking about just keys and jewels from the book. And one of her, Autumn's favorite chapters, The Disrespected Yes, that's our topic today. Actually, tomorrow we're going to be talking about the, the no, mm-hmm. the praying boldly for a yes, but then humbly surrendering to the no. And that's going to be a fascinating topic tomorrow. But uh, Gangster Prayer is available anywhere books are sold. And uh, this is Rick Walker with you. She has given me permission to interview her and take the keys of the car. That's which fun. It is. Thank you so much. So I want to get back to this. And a lot mm. of people, their their concept of God, and it has to do with the disrespected yes, um, you know, our, our view of God. Um, and and I'm, I'm saying this because there was a, uh, I teach a, an adjunct position at a university um, and I teach media law. And I was talking to a student who is in a wheelchair with some very serious issues. And um, I just said, hey, where are you on your spiritual journey? What, mm. and, and this student responded, well, you know what? I used to believe God was very active, that prayer worked. I was raised as a um, Christian. And then I had this physical pain, this illness, mm. and it put me in a wheelchair. And now... I don't really believe God is actively concerned. He's passive. He's, mm. he's, I, I still believe in God, but he's not real. He doesn't answer my prayer. Mm. A lot of people are in this situation. I know we're going to do more tomorrow, but, but this kind of has to do with the disrespected. Yes. Yeah. Our view of God mm-hmm. is so vitally important. When someone's had immense pain, Autumn, mm. when they've had, uh, immense issues and emotions. And I know it was very emotional to see your own dad go through heart trouble mm-hmm. and, and the fear that Satan uses to attack that. Um, how, do, how do we change that perspective? How do we change that perception of God and flip that to where we go, no, God, he wants to give us, you know, good. How much more does our heavenly father love us? And wanna... I think uh, specifically talking about this, you know, like we're going to talk about tomorrow, sometimes God does say no. Um, and he gives us the grace to um, go through whatever it is that he is saying no to. Um, When it comes to the yes, when the answer is delayed, when the answer doesn't come the way we would want it to come, but we believe that God has told us something or given us a promise specifically. One way to combat doubt and to keep your relationship with God alive is a concept I talk about in the book called scriptural confirmation. Okay. Um, I'll, t- I'll talk about that. This with my ministry. Um, in 2003, God gave me a word. I believe that he wanted me to do ministry and he gave me the passage in Habakkuk, which I've talked about multiple times. Um, when I was praying, okay, God, do you want me to do this conference ministry? Is this actually you speaking? Is this you telling me it's going to happen? And um, as I was praying in prayer, I looked down at my Bible and it was Habakkuk 2, 2 through 4 when when it says, you know, write the vision down, make it plain on top as those may may read it, may run for the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens towards the goal will not fail, though it tarries, wait for it. And I knew as soon as I read those pages, I had a promise 
that was going to be in the future confirmed that it would happen through scripture. When God gives us a promise, I I teach this when I go and teach at college kids and stuff and uh, our leadership courses that we have through the ministry. I always confirm that promise with something tangible from the word of God, because this is what happens. Did God actually say that? Well, God's not answering, so he must be passive. He must not be engaged with my life or whatever it is. Um, Ten years later, I saw the, the that verse actually in action. God gave me the opportunity to start the ministry. But in order to combat doubt, to combat my feelings, I took that promise from his word and stood on that as a weapon against my doubt and against my complacency. Mm, and when I yeah. wanted to stop believing and when lies crept in that were believable from Satan, um, God forgot about you. He doesn't care about you. I went back to that passage of scripture and I said, nope, this is what God told me. This was a real promise for me and I'm going to stand on it. And when that is how I would say we combat the delayed answers and the, um, the answers that don't come the way we want them to come. Um, if God has given us a promise about something, um, we confirm it with scripture and stand on that until we see it. But you bring up a great point and I don't know how many times and I, uh, in, in my other life, I'm an attorney and I do a lot of family law. Yes, and everyone how many, should hire him. Yeah, how many, how many times have <laughs> You're I like heard the nicest attorney oh, ever? Well, I, I'm not a, I'm not an adversarial, and I, I try to dissuade people. Like when they come to me for a divorce, I say, "Is there any hope for reconciliation? Please don't go down this road." I'm actually trying to counsel like them the to reconcile. Ever. I am. How are you going to make money that I, way? I, well, exactly. I'm like, no, <laughs> just no, no. kidding. I agree with what I'm you're like, saying. I don't believe in divorce. Is there any hope for it? And if there's not, but how many times we've prayed, yeah. but we don't align it with scripture. Yeah. They're married, but oh, God has sent me this wonderful man. Yes. Uh, no, 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 I don't think he did. You're, you're married. Well, the spirit of God <laughs> yes. and the word yeah. of God will never contradict each Thank other. You. Thank never, you. Never, yeah. ever. And I think when God gives us a promise and, and sometimes he doesn't give us a promise of healing. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. what gives him the most glory is for us to not be healed. And I've actually had very people very, very close to me that God has taken home through death or, or yeah. there has been a situation where, where they have not been healed. Um, but every time I believe that God is telling me something mm -hmm. to combat the human urge to assume the no, yeah. I go straight yeah. to the tangible word of God that has never lied to me, that has yeah. never misled me. It's always directed my path. Yeah. And that tangible word that will combat my doubt, my fear, my mm -hmm. unbelief yeah. Yeah. has carried me through to a season where I've, I, I pray something um, and, and it turns out to be a season of longevity. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's key, though, to align your prayers with the scripture. The word of Absolutely. God is so important. And you know what? It might be a delayed. Yes, it's it's, you know, the disrespected. Yes. But man, when we have confidence yeah. in who God is and I know that the scriptural truth, my prayers are lined up with the scripture, God's word. I have no problem. And you know what? When when that person 
maybe doesn't get the yes Mm -hmm. here on earth and they die, Mm -hmm. which every one of us think about it, we're all going to get a quote, no, because we're all going to die. And that's going to be our topic tomorrow. Um, But ultimately, that is the permanent yes, because God has healed you permanently. But it's it's hard for us. And we're going to delve into that tomorrow. But real quick, Autumn, I just want to know what is the takeaway? Why did you write this? But what do you want people at the end of the chapter to walk away with and go, wow, this is it. And we have a minute. I want I want um, I mean, I want people to understand that God's character is giving. Yeah, I don't care what you think. I don't care um, what it is. Um, that, that is hindering you from going boldly before the throne of grace. His character is giving, he gives promises. We have thousands of promises in his word that we can claim at any moment, but they have to be done his way under his timetable. He wants the glory for them. So when we sort of peel back our desires and our intention and our even motivation for praying them, um, we are able to, to, accept the power of the yes in our life. You know, Rick, I am still praying for things that God told me would happen in 2003. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm still praying. I refuse to accept defeat. Mm -hmm. And that was 16 years ago. I refuse because I still stand on that passage of scripture from Habakkuk. He told me it is coming and, and it might, I might be 80 when I see it. (laughs) But eventually, I am going to see a yes. I refuse to accept defeat when God has told me yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I can't wait till tomorrow talking about the no. Oh, it's going to be good. Catch us tomorrow. Go get the book anywhere books are sold. Gangster Prayer. Thanks, Rick. We'll see you tomorrow. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported, and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.